Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's the worst time in the world ever, mate. Well, maybe not ever, but it's a bad time in the world now, isn't it? 2020, the year 2020. Of the the year we're currently in. Yes, I mean, you know, it has its ups and downs, hasn't it? Mostly downs, almost (laughs) exclusively downs. (laughs) I was trying to think of a good thing, but I couldn't. Here's a good thing, though. Mm -hmm. Movies made in the past set in the year 2020 that are also apocalypse movies. We're going to do a few of them, aren't we? Sounds grim, but all right, let's do it. Starting with 2002's Rob Bowman's Reign of Fire. Is that the whole title? That's the whole whole title. The thing about this movie is, if you saw the trailer, it's like, the year 2084. It's a classier movie than that, don't you feel? Absolutely, and it's not set in 2084. I, I think, don't know what you were talking about. No, well, it's in the, I think that's just the trailer people going like, fuck, whatever, dragons. Right. Who gives a shit? Sure. But yeah, it's dragons a, are back and they're mad. <laughs> that's, that and they love metal music. <laughs> that should have been the tagline. Dragons are back and they're mad. So Rob Bowman, you might know, uh, director of Airborne, did a bunch of X-Files stuff, including the Air first... Airbud, did you say? No, I, I wish. Yeah. That movie I haven't seen. Uh, a bunch of the X-Files, including the movie, the first movie, mm-hmm. Electra. So look. Mixed bag. Mixed bag, but all in all, I think he does solid work. And I think this movie, it's just a fun kind of action romp that takes the really dumb source material really seriously in a way that absolutely plays. Yeah. I think that's probably down to the cast. Yeah. Mostly, uh, Definitely. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. Let's talk about the cast, because apparently Matthew McConaughey required everyone call him Van Zam on set. What I admire about that is, though, it's commitment to just a really dumb premise. I'm going all in on this dragon <laughs> fighting movie. It's also, what Shirts I, off, hair's gone. Sleeves gone. No <laughs> sleeves. No sleeves on anyone. What I enjoyed uh, very much about... Reign of Fire, that in the tradition of apocalypse movies of your, your Striker Pentecost. Sure. Your, um... Cade Yeagers? Your Cade Yeager. <laughs> we've got, in the two lead characters, we have some wonderful names in Quinn Abercrombie and Denton Van Zandt. <laughs> I feel like maybe a few future apocalypse movies are the few movies where your lead male character can have a name other than Jack or John. Okay, so they, sure, really, yeah. they really just leap on it. You know? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Christian Bale, this was post-American Psycho, but before Batman, obviously. He wasn't a huge name. But a J- huge man. But a huge man. Those guys, are, those lead guys, the guys who run the communities, they're stealing food. They're stealing food. You, you, can't, you can't be maintaining that kind of <laughs> muscle mass right, right, right. without uh-huh. stealing food from kids is what I'm saying. Oh my goodness! Yeah, maybe they've got their own little. Uh, maybe they've got their own little mushroom garden for protein. Oh, that might just, be true. Yeah, they're, they're making mushroom protein shakes. Of course, we also get Isabella Skoripko. So I said that Skoripko. Skoripko. Yes. Golden Eyes own. That's She's right. back, and she probably. I mean, did... she never really went away. No, I guess. What she do didn't... you think they put her in storage until they need her for another movie? But they froze her like Boris from Golden Eye. Oh, I <laughs> and see. I'm her for this, yeah. So, to set the premise of this movie for those who haven't seen it, first mm-hmm. of all. 
if you like fun, dumb action movies, this is a pretty good one. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. But what's the premise here? Well, the, the premise is that uh, the world is uh, has, has over over the course of history has repeatedly been the victim of dragons, the yeah. dragons of myth and legend, yes. who emerge from hibernation, destroy everything, mm-hmm. eat everything, and then return. And to everyone's hibernation. like, "These are awful." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They, uh, as we learn, although how the characters learn, I'm not sure, mm. uh, they were responsible for the death of the dinosaurs. Yes. Which makes sense because, you know, fire versus feathers. <laughs> as, as as we now know. Just a big fiery, feathery mass <laughs> running about. Yeah. I imagine a lot of the dinosaurs were like, they, just, well, they were just engulfed in flames and they're like, Whew, oh, no more feathers. Well, good, that was a little bit embarrassing. Oh, no, I'm dead. You know what I mean? And the crocodiles are just like, I'm just going to go underwater. I'm <laughs> dealing with none the of this. perfect crime. <laughs> uh, but uh, in, in this movie, uh, at some point in the uh, unspecified past or a modern day past. Let's say 2002. They are, they are woken vague. from their hibernation mm-hmm. and they, they return to destroy the world and then in the year 2020 yeah. after ish yeah ish. Point that out, after yeah. after humanity has unsuccessfully attempted to destroy them with nuclear weapons they've only succeeded in destroying yeah. the entire world and and it's now a post apocalyptic nightmare realm yeah the idea behind them breeding is there's one male which is insane to me. You, you, you'd at least have, like, beehives of them. You know what I mean? Okay, sure. But hey, I'm not a dragon. Who am I to say? Uh, James, they're too big for beehives. <laughs> uh, duh. <laughs> great point, great point. But what I really appreciate about the opening is he gets, like, some of the dragon fluid in his eyes. This is Quinn Abercrombie. This is Quinn Abercrombie. A young Quinn Abercrombie. <laughs> yeah, because he's the one who unearths it in the first well, place. Look, well, he doesn't unearth it. He's, he's the first one to come in contact. He's there when it happens. Like, yeah. in, in a rewatch, because I haven't seen this movie since it came came out at cinemas. Yeah. In a rewatch, ultimately it's not maybe the construction site that was built on a on a, on a dragon hive. Yeah. You know, accelerated the, the their release, but maybe it didn't. Like yeah. it seems like it was going to happen anyway. What did those dinosaurs have a construction site they were working on back in the day? <laughs> maybe, yeah. And that, like the Flintstones. Oh yeah, maybe. But when he gets the the liquid in his eyes, I remember when I first saw this, I'm like, he better not get fucking dragon vision or a telepathic link to a dragon. Uh-huh. And they do away with all the magic and myth, which I really appreciate. Because as I've mentioned, they're just fucking awful. They're just awful rat-like creatures yes. just scurrying about, just ruining everybody's day. If you gave a rat wings and flame breath, this is exactly <laughs> what they would do. Yeah, that's it. And the way you... I mean, I want to talk about how they brought them to life, but just that first time you see it just thunder past the elevator mm. out of the smoke. There's some terrific CGI in this. It's a little wonkier up close when you see like the eye of it peek in. But for a movie from 2002... Oh, amazing. Pretty spectacular. And I wonder if that's partly due to the fact that this movie is almost entirely grey. Yes. (laughs) Do you remember when someone decided that the most striking combination of colours was like teal and orange? Oh, yeah. And so every movie poster for a couple of years was just teal and orange? Airbender, Sahara. Some of the Bourne movies. Some of the Bourne movies, Star Trek. Well, I think this is a movie that kind of took that idea to heart because it's like this movie is entirely grey with just some bursts of orange. I thought about this, though. Yes. Is this the first... This is a really grey universe movie. It's a very grey universe. It might not be, but if somebody could comment below, is this the movie that kind of kicked that off? This kind of... This idea. Then you get, like, Book of Eli, Terminator Salvation. It just... They ran, they ran rampant for they, 10 they years plus. They did run rampant, but this one, I think, is quite effective. Because, yeah. again, it is... You know, it's Ash. 
Exactly. Everything's yeah. ash. Yes. Yeah. It's true. There's no grass nowhere. Ooh. I also like how they justify their design and their abilities because the idea is that they produce a natural napalm out of their mouth. It's two liquids coming together. They explain everything away. They've got like tattered wings so that you can, they're out there like scrapping with other dragons and just, just messing up shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they, feel, they feel really real and tangible in their design. And I think a big part of that is also you don't see a lot of them. There might be maybe six or eight minutes of dragons in this actual movie, uh-huh. and a lot of the times it's obscured and it's from the perspective of the ground. You get more of it kind of at the end, you know, in the, in the final showdown, but uh-huh. I think that really adds to it. Unlike Dragonheart, which came like five years, more than that, you know, a few years prior, it's very much in the open. It's a dragon walker and ra- walking around <laughs> on all fours and talking. And look, Dragonheart's... It's Dragon Art. What do you, what do you, yeah, what do you uh-huh. want? It, it's, I, I enjoy it. I but. want a dragon speaking with the voice of Sean Connery. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> and I got it and I will forever be satisfied. That's right. Did you watch any of the sequels? No. They're all bad. Huh. Yeah. Well, is, it like, is it like Air Bud? Where like, <laughs> it's Dragonheart, but now he's a surfing dude. <laughs> now they've drafted him into the NBA. I know his name's not Dragonheart. He's not, yeah, his name's Dragon Dragonheart. Oh, sorry, okay. Dragon Dragonheart, kid FBI agent. What? <laughs> Do you want to know a bit about how they actually made these dragons, how they brought them to life? They brought them to life? No, no, sorry. In, in a technological sense, <sighs> Mason, <sighs> I know it's the year 2020, everything's bad. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. Who knows just, what's out there? <laughs> you know what? If Again, if they did unearth a dragon, I'd be like... Fuck whatever. Better yeah. than better than some other things we've got going on. Let it, let it run loose. We can start again. It's fine. <laughs> so first of all, they model them in, in clay. Mm-hmm. And then this is one of the first examples of taking a 3D scanner and scanning them into the computer. Oh. So then normally they'd have to digitally Like recreate. a flat screen scanner. Yeah, like right? a flat screen. No, just like a little like barcode scanner kind okay, of thing. Sure. <laughs> yes. Because normally before uh, that. This one's coming up as potatoes. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> so say for like the first Jurassic Park, they would they would model them, but then you have to digitally kind of recreate them mm. this not the case they also keyframe animated all of it so that's it's all hand animated essentially oh. all the, all the movements which is amazing because they look really lifelike in the way that they move because they copied bats as well to get that kind of wing flapping effect and they're low slung bodies i don't know if you notice that but the wings hang way above the bodies uh-huh. which makes them more menacing and that's designed to be kind of like a hornet ah i see and when they're on the ground they've got kind of they've got that cobra spit which comes mm, which comes yeah, right from now. uh the movie cobra and Ah, <laughs> oh, Sylvester Stallone's famous spit. Yeah, that's right. And when they're on the ground on all fours, it's kind of like a tiger ready to pounce. Like it's shoulders up, head down, yeah, right, uh-huh. all teeth and head. All of those things, I think, just they add to the realism of these dragons. And I, I think there's been you know, terrific dragons since. But this might be the best design. I mean, yeah. I know there's Smaug and there's Game of Thrones, but I feel like those built off this, if anything. Interesting. No? A big call. Those are pretty solid dragons, yeah. but you're right, I think. But also you, and you know, Smaug, of course, used Benedict Cumberbatch performance capture, him rolling yes. around on the ground. Yeah, great so, stuff, great footage. Very great stuff. <laughs> Matt will put it in. Matt's doing this one. Ben's taking a break. Thanks, Matt. He's not dead. He's okay, but <laughs> just so you know. No, I from, from when you said he took a break, I wouldn't... I'll get comments like, is Ben dead? He's not dead, but now it sounds like he is dead because I keep pressing the it point. It really is. <laughs> Maybe Matt killed him. Speak to Matt about it. Matt wouldn't have killed him because he's taken so much time to make this great video. <laughs> That's a good point. He's really mm-hmm. busy. Yeah, what were you going to say, sorry? I can't remember anymore. <laughs> I'm too concerned that maybe Ben's dead. <laughs> so I can tell you a bit about the pyrotechnics as well. There was mm-hmm. eight tons of propane, 7,000 gallons of diesel. That was for the black smoke. Uh-huh. None of the, most of the smoke in this is and fire is real. You couldn't mm-hmm. really do convincing CGI smoke and fire 
especially fire at this point. Or even now, really. Well, yeah, well, no, I think it's gotten a lot better. Look at movies now. Look at a... Matt will put up a clip of a movie. I refuse to look at movies now. I've seen this. I've seen Dragonheart. That's all I need. <laughs> Fair enough. But, yeah, so the idea of eight tons of propane for this movie is incredible. So every time you see, like, a burst of flame, something lit up, it's it's most it's it's real. They That's, did it for real. That is money in the pocket of Hank Hill. Yeah, of Hank, of <laughs> Hank Hill's propane and propane accessories. You're not incorrect. Uh, they they do a little Star Wars in this. They do. It's true. Yeah. So they, Christian Bale, Jerry Butler, they run an orphanage. Sorry, I stepped. You no, we, please. <laughs> you you are not incorrect. No, that, I didn't they probably any... do it in real life. Also, <laughs> they probably did. Yeah. Does that feel um disingenuous to, to tell kids you invented Star Wars. No, it's all a bit of fun. But also, I you know, I find it difficult to believe that... I mean, he's stealing food. It's not the worst that you've stolen. But honestly, also, I feel I find it difficult to believe that even children born after a complete societal and world global apocalypse do not know what Star Wars is. Yeah, you're born with it, aren't you? Yeah, I absolutely believe you are. Um, can you explain to me... Yes. ...that the method that Van Zam uses to capture and kill dragons... Yes is drop three people <laughs> out of a helicopter. They shoot nets at the dragon shoot nets from, at from them net guns. Using a triangulation 3D tracking GPS system. Yes. When you could just do the, just run over the hill on a horse and shoot it with a harpoon. It just seems insanely dangerous and complicated. They're like, a person who jumps out of a helicopter to fight a dragon, they'll be dead in 17 seconds on average. Yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> why are you doing this? you're throwing them at dragons. <laughs> You can fly and shoot fire. Look, you're right. What's the benefit? Ah, uh, you get to fly that helicopter. No, one person does. Yeah, it's true. You get to fall out of a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To your death. <laughs> to your death. And that's the other thing. There's a moment where one just flat out hits the ground, right? Yeah. And they're monitoring them so they know where they are in the 3D space and no one's like, hey, pull your parachute. Just let just lets him hit the ground. It's, the fuck's going on? Well, he's got to focus on looking at where the dragon might be, <laughs> not the ground. The dragons what, are rarely on the ground, are they? That's a good point, yeah. I don't know, it just seems insane to me. And then afterwards, Matthew McConaughey's like, don't cheer, you know, we lost good men today. But you, you put on this insane display to get recruits mm-hmm. for your cause, which, by the way, didn't work because you just <laughs> end up getting people in at gunpoint. And then don't be like, you guys, you guys are the bad, bad people here in this scenario. You're a bad person. You're throwing people at dragons. You tricked us into liking this. <laughs> That's it right. was so cool. Maybe uh, it's like a travelling show. Oh, okay. Like it's yeah. part of a circus, you know? Yeah, it might be part maybe of a that's, circus. Maybe, yeah. that's, maybe he was never part of a... I mean, does he look? Re- does he really look like an army man or does he look more like a guy who swallows swords on the side? <laughs> it's kind of more that point. one, isn't yeah. it, really? Absolutely, yeah. So he's a P.T. Barnum-esque post-Dragon Apocalypse world. Mm. Or during Dragon Apocalypse world? Yeah, look, look, honestly, I don't know necessarily if I buy any of the premises of the movie when yeah. you think about it too hard. I I don't really think that that would be more effective at hunting dragons than actual nuclear weapons. Yes. I guess because they keep multiplying. But yeah, how many are you get in a day doing that method? Hmm. None, mostly. Right. <laughs> but it, this, it also, to me, it, it leads more to my theory that this movie was n- never really started as a movie about fighting dragons and they just added all that stuff later. Okay. Really, it's a story. It, it initially started like out like as like a quaint English dramedy about people stealing vegetables out of somebody else's garden <laughs> like peter rabbit exactly and then, peter... and then they just added more things on yeah until it became what it is now yeah it was gray filters and ash and smoke and mm. and here we are yeah and the other thing about the mcconaughey character and why am i picking this movie apart it's <laughs> i guess that's what people are here for but i do like it when he's like we're going to london 
we're going to take out the, the lead dragon, the buck, the bull, mm-hmm, the big mm-hmm. cheese. Yes. But he rolls in like it's <laughs> fucking carnival. He's got like eight tanks in a row and uh-huh. they're all like, pew, pew, we're having a good time. Let's go. What are you doing? What are you doing? He's an idiot is what I'm saying. He's the greatest showman is all I'm <laughs> saying. You, you know, you can't, you can't fault him for that, really. That's true because even his death, which is the dumbest part of the movie, <laughs> a spectacular impossible axe jump that he does. How far does he jump? Like 20 feet? Mm -hmm. It seems insane. What are you doing? Again, I mean, he's an idiot. I guess I've established that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did he think that was going to go a different way? Probably. He probably expected a trapeze artist to catch him on the other side. (laughs) It just never happened. Yeah. Look, the thing about the finale is it's great. And it also works into the whole idea of the dragon's weaknesses. They have vague ideas about how they work. And like, I think they can't see at dawn and dusk. Maybe you get them on the ground, you shoot them in the face with a big (laughs) explosion. That might be okay. But in that space at the end, and you see the size of that, that lead dragon, uh, dragon from Dragonheart, he's fallen on hard times. (laughs) It's, it feels so dangerous and and you know when when you see and sexy like, and sexy, ugh. but when you see one of them like run out in front of a dragon, it's like, oh, don't do that. That's that's a terrible idea. That can shoot fire. Haven't you seen one before? <laughs> but that whole finale, I Maybe feel. You think they're out of fire? You know? <laughs> but they're never out of fire. They've been doing, it, they've been doing this for years. Maybe they're out of fire. Maybe, this out of stuff. Fire, Maybe yeah. I'll be lucky. Yeah, you might be right. But the whole idea behind the premise, is it brings together like the the performance and the setting and the pyrotechnics and the v and the VFX, and it just it's just a. I think it's a really great conclusion to this movie that is. Good, I think. Or is it? Have I gone mad? Maybe in the twilight, uh, that that guy thought that it was one of his friends, the fire breather. You know what I mean? It's entirely possible, yeah. All in all, this is a very grey movie. One, of the, one of the greyest there is. <laughs> but in a good way, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Pretty solid movie. Yeah, pretty yeah. solid. Anyways, this has been Caravan of Garbage. We do this every week. We are doing our 2020 Apocalypse Trilogy. Should we say Trilogy? We'll do three of these? Yeah, let's do three. What's next week, do you think, Mason? Should I put in a hint? Yeah, put in a hint. Here it is. Matt put in the hint. I didn't put it in. Ah! Uh, for those people, I reacted to the hint as if it was there, but it, yeah. was, it was absolutely, <laughs> it wasn't it? It was absolutely I think not it's, there. What do we? What do we say? What's the next one we're doing? This is the audio one. What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I'll, I'll have Second a look. Second one you, is you sent me a text. I'll I sent a you a text. Don't reveal the third one yet, Mason. Okay. But the second one is, here he goes. Here he goes. Here we go. Coming in hot. No, 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 no. Send me a lot of texts, James. What are you doing? Most of these texts are from you. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, that's a good movie. Grey as they come. Yeah. (laughs) Should we rank these movies on how well they relate to the current situation we're in? Oh, my God. Would you want to talk about that? What would you say these dragons represent in British society? Is it all the pedophiles in the royal family? (laughs) I've just got this demonetized. Why'd I do that? No, you, you're free to take it out. We're currently in the recording stage. I don't know if you're aware of that. <laughs> I don't know, but I haven't, have I? It's in here. What are you doing? <laughs> I think, personally, James, and, and you know I'm passionate about this, I think the dragons represent the oversupply of Jaffa cakes in the British <laughs> food industry. Yeah. They'll consume us all. Um, you think you're consuming them, but they're consuming you. People don't like it when we get political, Mason. <laughs> and you've... You've taken a big chunk of our audience and you've spat in their faces. That's right. And their Jaffa Cake-loving faces. <laughs> their, their orange jam smeared faces. <laughs> Anyways, of course, we will be back next week. If you actually want to see these videos early, guess what? What? You can go to bigsandwich.co, sign up. Oh. All, it's, it's $9 a month. Is that too much? I don't know. But look, <laughs> early videos all the time, including every caravan of garbage goes up there early. Very cool. I think so. Yes. And you got any suggestions, leave them below. Put up polls on Patreon as well. It's a good fun time. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. What are your thoughts on the movie Dragonheart? Tell us. 
Is it good? Would do you, you think they should have got somebody else other than Sean Connery, a more Scottish person? <laughs> do you think they should have kept it as a quaint English drama <laughs> with some funny four weddings and a funeral fist fights towards the end, you know? <laughs> anyway, see you next week. Oh, bye. Oh, we have a podcast. Fuck, I missed, I missed, I didn't say it. Okay. I'm saying it here. Say it now. Uh, it's, it's Monday. Monday's Monday podcast. It's not called that. There's, so a, just, logo, just, there's a logo on the screen. You just, can see it. just start up some sort of podcast app mm-hmm. and just wait for a podcast, our podcast to emerge from it. Yeah, it'll cycle through eventually. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. Goodbye. Uh, grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.